0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Biz Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Tavir Nasir, CEO of Tavir Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers both keynotes and corporate training events on a variety of leadership topics. To learn more about our services, visit our company's website at TavirNasir.com. In many ways, this is what I would call a special episode of my leadership podcast, as unlike previous episodes of my show, I want to use this episode to address a very specific issue many of us are dealing with right now, namely the COVID-19 pandemic, and in keeping with the theme of this show, what we can learn from it in terms of improving the way we approach our leadership. As with most businesses, our leadership firm is being impacted by the current COVID-19 pandemic. And considering how this podcast has an audience in over 150 countries, I can only imagine the range of measures people are needing to take and the impacts this global crisis is having in your respective country. As we wrestle with what the final impact will be from this global pandemic, I've been observing how leaders in all walks of life and in countries around the world have been grappling with this issue. Admittedly, it has been fascinating to watch the various permutations of leadership responses and reactions from the exceptional to those who clearly lack any understanding of what it means to be a leader. As I've shared in some of my leadership talks, it's easy to lead when times are good or all you have to do is maintain an average status quo. Where we see the real division between those who can lead and those who can't is in those moments like these where we can't act like it's business as usual and there's no map to help us figure out which way we need to go. For this episode, what I think would be most helpful is to focus on those leaders who are getting crisis management right and what their example can teach us about how to improve this skill in our leadership toolkit. To date, one of the best responses I've seen to the COVID-19 pandemic has been from the mayor of Calgary, Alberta, Naheed Nenshi. Early on, when this crisis began to hit his city, Mayor Nenshi put a number of measures into place to limit people's exposure. But what caught my attention, as well as the attention of other Canadians across the country, was this message he posted on Twitter to his constituents, where he wrote the following. When we look back, let's hope the narrative is that we overreacted. These are tough decisions. For me personally, it was heartbreaking to close the rec centers and libraries, but ultimately, these good habits keep us collectively safe. We'll continue to update you as we take further actions, in the meantime, please watch AHS and Dr. Hinshaw for updates on our healthcare system. Thank you for doing your part. We'll get through this together. When I read Mayor Nenshi's message, I was impressed because in just 74 words, he illustrated three important lessons for leaders everywhere on not just how to handle the COVID-19 pandemic, but how they can better address any crisis through their leadership. The first lesson is that you start off addressing a crisis by offering words of reassurance to those under your care. When things go wrong, whether it's limited to within your office wall or as with the current pandemic stretches around the world, as a leader, it's important that you get in front of those you serve, both your employees and your customers, and offer them reassurance that you're not only aware of the problem, but that you're working with others to find appropriate measures to address the situation. This absolutely needs to be your first step. And the reason why goes to understanding how our brain processes information. Now, we're all familiar with the brain's fight or flight response to stress, but what we also need to understand is how our brain processes information. Specifically, our brain separates information it gets from our various senses as being either a reward or a threat. Now on the surface, this seems pretty straightforward. However, our brain has developed this shortcut that whenever it encounters something unknown or unfamiliar, it automatically labels it as a threat. That's why the first thing you need to do is to reassure those you lead that we're gonna figure this out. We'll get through this. That will prevail in the end. Now It may sound trite, but this kind of messaging will help offset our brain's tendency to see this as a threat by addressing it head on. To see this in action, let's look at Mayor Nenshi's COVID-19 response. The first thing he says is that when we look back on this pandemic, the hope is we can say we did more than what was necessary to combat the virus. So, As much as he's saying these measures are necessary today, he's also giving that reassurance that we'll be in a stronger position to overcome a similar crisis in the future. The second lesson to successful crisis management is that you need to specify what measures you're going to take. Once you've provided reassurance to your employees and your customers, you need to back this up with a clear guidance on what measures you'll put into place to both prevent the situation from getting worse, and once under control, what you'll do to resolve it. Interestingly, here's where most political leaders have stumbled and where many business leaders have succeeded. Over the last several days, I've received emails from various companies with a message from the CEO detailing not only what they're doing to help limit the potential exposure to COVID-19 for both their employees and customers, but what they're doing to help address potential issues customers are facing due to the various restrictions and closures. And this is exactly the kind of blueprint you need to provide to those you serve with. Again, if you look at the various reports about people panic buying toilet paper and other products, many experts point out how what's behind this behavior is not just fear, but a feeling of a lack of control. Your employees and your customers are no different, which is why a key part of your crisis management toolkit has to include the ability to quickly develop a new roadmap that will help people get a clear understanding of what you're going to do to lessen the fallout and get back some measure of control. Again, Mayor Nenshi's message demonstrates this step in action and how he not only advises his constituents about The closure of various public facilities, but he encourages them to access various healthcare outlets to get information on what next steps they'll need to take to lessen the spread of the COVID 19 virus. Providing this level of clarity and follow through, that this isn't a one and done update, but an ongoing conversation will grow trust levels in your leadership, which is critical to keeping people calm and rational and not acting out of fear of the unknown. And finally, the third lesson we can learn from Mayor Nenshi about successful crisis management is that you have to help your employees or those you serve see past today and towards the long view. It's the nature of leadership that leaders more than anyone else tend to view things in the context of the long term. But the reality is, for everyone else, it's more about the here and now. For example, in the case of COVID-19, while it's reasonable to ask people to self-isolate themselves if they've been potentially exposed to the virus, this doesn't take into consideration what the financial costs will be for that person, not just today, but in the months ahead as their finances take a hit from them not being able to work. That's why after providing that reassurance that we're going to get through this, and specifying measures that demonstrate how we're going to achieve that, you need to remind those under your care of the future you originally described to them that they'd achieve under your leadership. You need to be honest with your employees that, yes, the current crisis will cause both delays and unforeseen costs to your organization's productivity and bottom line, but you need to remind them of that grand vision or long-term goal you've collectively set out to achieve. You need to instill that sense of hope that because we're collaborating to find a way through this crisis, we will ultimately prevail. At present, all we see and hear about COVID-19 naturally stokes fear and uncertainty. And frankly, what we need to hear more of is about our collective resilience, of our drive to overcome any obstacle. And especially our care and concern for others, which is why we're taking the measures we are, not just for ourselves, but for our greater community. Communicating that message, as Mayor Nenshi did at the end by pointing out, we'll get through this together, is an important reminder that not only by working together can we ultimately overcome this crisis and find our way back. As with any major crisis, it's hard to anticipate or know concretely when things will get resolved or how, especially when dealing with a crisis on a global scale as we are right now with the COVID-19 virus. As such, it should be abundantly clear to leaders, both in the public and private sectors, that when a crisis hits, your every word and your every action will be under even greater scrutiny as it should be. After all, the ability of an organization, a city, a province, or state, or country to overcome a crisis like the current COVID-19 pandemic rests squarely on your shoulders. The responsibility is most definitely yours to not only address, but to find a suitable and appropriate way to resolve the crisis in a way that doesn't inflame or provoke more issues or problems either now or in the future. That's why the fundamental key to addressing a crisis is for leaders to not only be honest about the situation and what you're going to do about it, but that you do so with clarity, humility, and heart so as to remind people we're in this together. So those are the three lessons on crisis management that I wanted to share from this current global health crisis. At this point in time, it's hard to know for sure what the final impact will be, both in terms of lives lost, lives upended, and the financial costs to countries, organizations, and people. As I said at the beginning, as with other companies, our company is feeling the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, but I don't want to let it impact our ability to continue to share insights and words of encouragement about how you can improve your leadership because as much as we need true leadership right now to help us navigate through this storm, we will also need real leaders to step up once we reach those calmer waters, tell people to not only pick up the pieces, but figure out how to navigate in that post-COVID-19 world. So wherever you are right now, and to whatever degree your city, your province, or state, or country is grappling with this health crisis, I hope these words and my podcast will serve as a hopeful voice of not only how we can better manage this situation, but that in one way, shape or form, we will get through to the other side and find our way forward. And to help keep this effort going, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or even just share other episodes of My Leadership Podcast that you think your colleagues or employees would enjoy listening to, to help us get the word out about this show. A great way to do this is simply to share a link to our podcast page at tanfandasir.com slash LBC. You can play every single episode of this podcast right on that page as well as find links to listen to our show on either iheart radio, spotify, apple podcast, stitcher radio and google podcast. And again, a reminder that Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavernier Leadership. When those calmer waters do return and you're perhaps looking for a leadership expert to come speak to your team or organization, I do hope you'll keep us in mind. In the meantime, I encourage you to visit our company's website at tavernier.com to find out more about the kinds of leadership insights we can bring to your team and organization, if not also to check out our award-winning leadership blog. Now, if you have any questions or comments you'd like to share with me, just go again to our website and fill out the contact form to share those comments or questions you have. And with that, I'm Tavon Nasir and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Café.